This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of the Contractor's Corner podcast from Solar Power World. Hello everybody, I'm Billy Lute, Senior Editor of Solar Power World. The administration at Emory University, a private school of higher education from Georgia, set sustainability goals for the university, with plans to eliminate carbon emissions production by 2050. Emory has already installed solar arrays across many buildings on its main campus and is nearing completion of a second PV project at its musculoskeletal institute off-campus. Ben Damiani, Chief Technology Officer at Cherry Street Energy, is here to share some details on the development and technology used in Emory's latest solar endeavor. So Ben, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Now Ben, what can you tell me about yourself and Cherry Street Energy? Cherry Street Energy is a next generation power company. We look to incorporate all the power features for the future to make energy 2.0, if you will. So that includes solar energy generation on site for commercial and industrial uh, applications, as well as including battery backup, load shifting, electric vehicle infrastructure, resiliency just what does the next generation of power look like? So we try to be very forward thinking in how we deliver the next generation of power. And then for myself, I'm the chief technology officer and have a long history in solar. I did my PhD at Georgia Tech and uh, have developed next generation technology uh, and even commercialized it in the U.S. here on a number of occasions and and, uh, got to work with some really great uh, companies um, all throughout my career. Tell me about the customer and their needs. Like, what was the university's requirements for this project? What was important to them? And what was their motivation behind this project? Emory has been really forward thinking on trying to reduce their carbon footprint and transition over to renewable energy uh, resources. We've actually partnered with them uh, over the last five years They've got a goal to reach a, I think it's 25%. They want to get to five megawatts of solar energy generation by, I think it was 2026. And so we've been working on projects on solar for putting it on their rooftops and in other parking garages to build uh, solar canopies to provide shaded parking areas. For this particular project, this is the sixth parking canopy that we have done with Emory. And in looking at the the past projects, we were really trying to tap into the things that we did well, and then things that we wanted to get better. One of the key things that was requested by Emory was you, you make use of this whole new level of the parking. When you reach the top level, it's normally blasted by the sun and is usually not as desirable as the the shaded areas here in in Georgia. So for this particular application, um, they were trying to evolve it from previous experience where they've gotten the shaded parking on previous locations. So you get to have a nice, cool spot. But this time they wanted to try and uh, increase a little bit of the functionality. So some of our, our earlier work, um, have been fantastic installations, but maybe the finish hasn't been quite as good. So you see a lot of the wiring that goes in to making the solar array, the gaps between the solar panels, which are necessary for the expansion and contraction and 
uh, function of the uh, a standard deck created some lighting uh, anomalies. And then on occasion, if you just so happen to get out of your car at just the right location, you might get wet because the, the rain that had accumulated on each individual panel had to fall in the one inch spacing that normally goes in the canopy above your head would sometimes strategically, you know, concentrate the water. So um, that was a driving interest in, in going into this next generation of uh, parking design. They wanted it to be a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and more functional for the building and not just solar generation and shaded parking. What were your available choices to meet the customer's needs? Uh, like what types of structures did you need? What kind of panels or solar shingles were used? And what direction did you take from there? We were used to uh, working with other manufacturers of panels for some of the larger arrays. The panel size continued to shift in size. Um, and that always presents a, an updated design for us. So we actually had a motivation to, even though we had done a couple of these designs before with Emory, because of the shift in size due to the, the market um, from overseas that the panel sizes changes continuously, we had the option to consider some, some new structures. And one of the, the challenges that we came into is these added features, the request from the folks at Emory, they wanted to have a little bit smarter design and that it was more eye appealing and less intrusive to surrounding neighbors and and kind of fit in with the building that allowed for us to uh, ask some new questions about avoiding some of the shadowing effects uh, minimizing the wire exposure and and then trying to build something that looks a little bit nicer and cleaner uh, tapered beams and instead of it just being rough and industrial finished. So that let us go and we, we were able to check with a number of, not a great number because a, a lot of the solar panels that you can get right now, it's somewhat limited in the function that they do. So we did some testing to see if we could do some waterproof applications ourselves to existing panels. It would void the warranty for some of the big manufacturers like Q-Cells if we did anything to make it watertight. So uh, we started calling around to check for, you know, different waterproof type technologies. And uh, one of the companies I had worked with in the past developing technologies mentioned reaching out to Power Shingle and Nucor. And once we started getting into that product, it really became clear that um, there was something innovative there and the other part of it, it also wasn't something that um, we felt like was going to totally reset the price that we had to do on things. So that's really the point where we started digging in a little bit more with uh, the power shingle technology. So why did you partner with Nucor? So for us, it allowed for us to get some new a technology that we were looking for. So we wanted to provide a weatherproof canopy and, and, and eliminate that, you know, I guess the expectation that when you pull under a shaded structure that you would also stay dry. We wanted to be able to prov uh, provide that. 
Emery also was willing to, you know, negotiate on some of the aesthetic part of it that allowed for us a little bit more of a budget uh, to incorporate some of these added features. So that helped us to partner with them and, and really dig in on this new technology. So what, what we were able to find that really made us all have a win-win-win type scenario is as we were uh, looking at the simplified structure with using American-made products uh, with a, a big trusted company like Nucor, because this is, you know, it's a parking deck that's up on the fourth floor where people really wanted to feel secure that they had experience and could trust in the products that they were getting. So having a big name like Nucor and Power Shingle um, was critical to helping us to move forward. And then having the ability to have the dry structure for the customer was enticing for them from a function standpoint. And then the aesthetic looked good. And then from the, the power production standpoint for Cherry Street Energy, we really liked the fact that as you shingle a solar panel, you take away some of the dead area on a solar panel that's non-power producing. So our actual power density went up. So it just seemed to really fit the aesthetic requirement um, from the customer and American made, right? Where they have this tapered finished looking uh, steel column that could be configured to the spacing, the way that the, the, the building itself wanted to look. Then we had the, the, the better functionality for the weatherization to have a dry solution to collect water, which opens up a whole new set of, of, of options um, for doing good things with, you know, the rainwater collection that we can maybe tap into at some point. And then from a power production standpoint, we, as a power company, we only get paid based on the number of kilowatt hours that we produce. It's not a, a one-time installation. So the fact that we could put more power into a smaller area was uh, a feature that we, we really liked. When will this project be completed? And what is Emory University's thoughts on the project and your thoughts on it as well? So we just wrapped up the electrical functionality today. Um, uh, and we are still waiting for the witness testing that will um, occur with the local utility. And progress and the way that the project was handled was very helpful. Even though it was the first time going through, uh, neither Cherry Street nor Nucor is a first-time company. So it was really nice to see the collaboration and, and synergy of the planning that went into it. And even though it was a first time of the technology, we were able to really put this together in a way that uh, was very consistent and streamlined. So we had started the uh, mechanical installation back in April, finished that in mid-May, and then went on to the aesthetic part of it and, uh, you know, the, the electrical operation of the, of the, the business. And so it's, it's been a great process. I'm Billy Luke with Solar Power World. <laughs>